day, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're watching from, wherever you're listening from on Amazon platform and other audio platforms. This is Ken Youth Exploration, your topic in a podcast. As usual, we'll be talking about a number of things, things that will help you to be empowered. You know, we all go through adversities and, and all adversities are not for just us, but for others. And so when you are going through adversities, just, just embrace them because you'll be able to, to support others when, when the time comes. I'll be talking to a very, very important guest about a number of things that, that basically affect women. Yes, affect women. But remember, um, men, we do have sisters, we do have wives and, and girlfriends and, and so on. We can, we can share this with, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that my guests will talk to you men as well as it relates to you know the, the topic that that we'll be looking at and you know my, my guess is is no other than than um krista and um krista is going to be telling more us more about herself and and um some of the situations as it relates to um dating uh, let's let krista into the studio krista how are you doing I'm great, thank you. How are you doing, Knut? I'm good. I like that name, Krista Marie. <laughs> Why, right. thank you. Nice. Uh, Krista, but before we, we, we go on to some other, um, you know, the topic in general and, and what we'd like to talk about, I'd like to find out who are you, really? Who am I? Well, I am a mom, I would say a mom first and foremost to three amazing kids. Um, I'm a partner. I'm a daughter. I'm a business owner. I am a chef by trade. I'm all sorts of things. There's, there's, you know, I'm a multidimensional character, if you will. That's cool. That's cool. Many caps, right? But um, I'd like to find out about your childhood. Oh, I had a good child. Well, I, I had a good childhood. Um, I grew up, I was born in Ontario in Canada and um, I lived with both my parents until I was eight and my parents split up and my mom moved to um, the East coast in Canada. So I spent a lot of time going back and forth between my mom and dad's place. And, um, but you know, I was very well loved by both parents and you know we had a somewhat affluent um home and life and i just i i had a lot of fun did lots of kids things i love that i love that dating you know it's it's very important that we talk about this Uh, um dating has changed i'd want to think and you will you will tell us about that since the covid because people couldn't get together physically and they have used various means to, to date, so to speak. As that continued, I want you to touch on that. Uh, you know, let me hear that. As that continued, that people still in, in this COVID um, form of dating or have they shift back, revert to the, the previous um, mood of dating? Well, people are starting to shift back to the previous way. However, during COVID, a lot of us kind of um, dug in and became hermits yeah. or or like hermits. And I know that there are still people who are having trouble getting out of that sort of cocoon they've made for themselves in their own home, especially if they are working from home and they just don't get out as much. And so there's definitely a shift from 
people putting themselves out there, wanting to be out there to a certain percentage of the population is, is still at home and, and hesitant to go out and, and mix with people and, you know, sort of rejoin the world, if you will. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we come so complacent, some of us in terms of, you know, at home, working from home and dating from home. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know, Krista, one of the things I'd like to find out, you talk about being exposed to all the unsuitable matches, um, you know, creative people, scammers. Um, talk to me about that. Well, it's funny because, um, you know, when, when you're dating, and especially when you're dating over 40, um, whether you're male or female, although I have a 21 year old daughter and we talk about dating a lot. So it's sort of similar things, but um, when you're dating, sometimes there's this sense of urgency, you know, you want to meet somebody, you want to move to the next step of having somebody in your life. And you tend to forget in the process the things that are most important to you. And when you start to forget the things, the core values that are important to you, then you start having unsuitable matches because you're not specific about what you want, whether it's what you want in your head or what you want on a dating app or even when you're speaking to people. So um, I think that when people rush through things, they have more unsuitable matches, which then leads to frustration because they think, well, we're, I'm not getting anywhere. There's nobody out there who's right for me. So it's all about satisfying your need now and not even thinking about the, the, the implications of how oh, you get to do it, how oh, you're doing it. All right. Exactly. You know, that, that, that's critical. Um, be who you want to date. That, that sounds, I mean, it, it sounds a bit weird, you know? Talk, it does, talk to me. It does for sure. But what I mean by be who you want to date is you know, if you're sitting at home in your pajamas every day and you're kind of a grumpy person, then that's the type of person that you're going to draw into your life. If you want somebody who's positive and energetic and full of life, then you need to be that person too. You know what I mean? It's, it's an energetic match, making sure your energy is what you want to draw into your life. Right. You know, you know, Krista, it's, it's strange because where do you draw the line? Love is love. I see that person and I, you know, think I love that person. I mean, I think because, I mean, first I, you know, but, <laughs> right? But that's that's about what I'm feeling, love. It doesn't matter if that person is like me or, you know, of my attitude. Talk to me. I mean, it, it, it's, it's very strange uh, how, how we, we, we push love aside and wait until we see the person who is like us? Well, I think that it's more, it's not a matter of choosing somebody who's like you. It's about attracting the law of attracting, bringing somebody into your world who is similar to you and love, you know, opposites attract for sure. There are, are those situations where you meet somebody who's totally different and you fall head over heels in love. And, you know, there's, I don't ever recommend if you have feelings for somebody to push it aside and wait for somebody better. That's not what you should do. But um, I just think that if you are, you know, 
you are a certain way, you are attracting similar people into your world. And I think that, that if you want something specific, then you have to sort of make an effort to be the person who will attract somebody like that. And I don't think that love chooses who you fall in love with. There's no way the heart wants what the heart wants. And, you know, countless people have had, unfortunately, not great relationships because their heart speaks to them. But I think that your heart, you have to listen to your heart, right? And sometimes there will be hiccups along the way. But I think if you, if you're clear about what you want and you listen to your heart, that ultimately it's going to work out for you. Right. You know, I, I have seen and heard some cases just recently, um, you know, persons who have had good marriage. Well, the, the day of the marriage, the wedding was good. You know, the excitement that, that, you know, is inherited, you know, in, in um, weddings, but one case that I heard of just a couple of weeks ago in the Caribbean, he killed his wife. And he went to the, the the funeral, sorry, and he was crying and he was, and police picked him up just um, in a couple of days after he he was the alleged, well, he's the alleged murderer. Yeah. I mean, what happened that day, that day of fun, frolics, and then it goes sour. Well, I mean, luckily, situations like that are so rare, right, that it's not something that's a a daily problem. But I think that, I mean, in my assessment of this is that that person who allegedly killed his wife, he must have been putting on a, a face. He must have been pretending to be somebody else, because I don't think, you know, that that instinct, that inclination to take somebody else's life is just pops in all of a sudden i think that it's there and i could be wrong but in my in my opinion um i remember my mom told me it was really great advice she said don't ever marry a man hoping he will change because he won't so you need to know you need to really know the person that you're involved with and if there are red flags or things that you don't like about them they're not going to change so they're not probably the right person yeah and i believe that as well uh, um, you know, I, I'm in psychology and I, I usually say to my clients, look for those red flags, even on that date, right? And and that's critical. But I, I'm sure that you're, you're teaching women a number of things, red flags and, and, and other things. Uh, you know, what what's the first thing you actually teach women who, who come in contact with you, uh, um, your seminars, etc.? Well, the first thing I teach women and men yeah. is that you have to love yourself first because if you don't love yourself, if you're not happy with yourself, you can't expect somebody else to be as well. Right. right? You need to, and everybody is amazing. They all have their own experiences and their own qualities and you need to learn to embrace you and how amazing you are. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my catchphrase is embrace yourself. So somebody else can too. And that is, you know, look at yourself and say, hey, I am amazing. I have life experiences. You know, I have these qualities. And people are so quick to discount their own qualities. But you know what? Everything that somebody does, there's somebody out there who will think it's an amazing quality. Yeah, yeah. But but Krista, each 
each person in the relationship, right, has a different perspective of what a relationship should be. And naturally so, it came from different backgrounds and so personality. Right. But what do you think as it relates to that affecting the relationship? Do, would, would that have contributed to a number of relationship breakdown? I think that you really need to, when you're, when you're dating somebody, when you're getting to know someone, you need to identify their core values. And if you meet somebody and there's tons of fire and passion, but your core values don't match, then you may get together and have a happier relationship for a while. But after a while, I think it will most likely deteriorate because you're not in agreement on these things. And, you know, this can be religion and family and career and all sorts of things. And relationship is a big one, right? If you um, enter into a relationship with somebody who wants to get married and you don't ever want to get married, then that's probably never going to change. And that's just going to, that's going to make a bigger gap as years go on. You know, I think that you need to be in agreement on your core values when it comes to a bunch of th different things. Yeah, and, and and as you said that, it reminds me of a, a triangle, a triangle, a, a triangle of love. That is, sorry, and it 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 speaks to the whole thing about passion, commitment, intimacy, and and if you have all three, you you, you have the good love there, right? But the passion, the passion um, with no intimacy, no commitment is just a one night stand, and so on. But my, my thing about it is that can these and you would understand those those um, elements can 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 those change you know uh, or will it change quickly that you have this passion alone however you know that one night stand you might call again and I'm going deep here right you might call again and and then it becomes a committed relationship have you seen that in your in your work people just you know become committed after a while. Very much so. Um, it's it's tough because sometimes it's hard to keep focus and keep giving you know the relationship an opportunity to blossom. But one of my first clients I worked with, yeah. um, she started dating a man, and he said, "I just want sex. I want casual dating. Right. I don't want anything else." Mm -hmm. And they got married a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So you know, I guess the question is, and you would probably know more right. about this than me, is if they're pushing away, is that a defense mechanism or is that genuinely who they are and how they feel? Yeah, yeah, it, it depends. It really depends on who they are and what they have experienced in life before, right? And, and you know, um, we have seen relationship over time. You and I have, have reached a age that we have, we have seen a lot of relationship and, and we have seen relationships start out good. We talk about infatuation and so on and, and, and we have seen relationships start out good. And, and, and um, change in terms of the mood of the relationship, and, and uh, that, that's critical. But let me ask you a question. You talked earlier on about the ch your childhood and um, that mommy and daddy had separated, but they still love you. And, and that, is, that is what I'd love to see, despite the fact that parents are separated, children are still loved by both parents. Um, would, you, would you want to... to, to, um, to tell us how mommy and daddy actually meet. Is that okay? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Who do you want to tell us how mommy and daddy actually meet? That, 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 you know, have you heard about that? 
Oh, they met? I did. They worked in an office together. Okay. Okay. So so it's a it's a so um what do you call it? a workplace relationship. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy you said that because I'd like to go there now. Workplace relationship, workplace dating. You're big on dating. I am. I, well, I'm big on love, right? I, I believe that everybody has right. a right to or deserves to have love in their lives and share their lives. Right. So how much do you agree with workplace relationship? Is it something that you think should happen, should not happen? Um, you know, what are the negative, the positives? Well, I mean, in my opinion, yeah. a workplace relationship may not be ideal. Right. But then we're getting back to the heart what wants what the heart wants. And if right. you meet somebody in your workplace that, you know, there's chemistry and you have a lot in common and you really have a connection, how can you say, no, I'm not going to date you because we work together? I think it becomes how you manage that. How important is your relationship that you can manage it adequately, that you can work together? I think that's that's the question is how to manage it. Because I don't think that if you meet somebody who's really amazing, and we all spend so much time at work, right? By right. process of elimination of, of statistics or whatever, you're going to meet people at work maybe more than you do in other places, especially when we're all sort of indoors a little bit more. And so I think that managing a workplace relationship is the key. It's not whether or not you should have one. Yeah. It's important that you talk to us about your seminars, your business. Do you do you have an outlet that you use to, to teach? Well, we talk about teaching women, right? Talk to us about that. Well, I mean, I have a Facebook group um, mm -hmm. for women. I used to have a men's one, but men don't talk very much. So right. <laughs> there wasn't much going on. Yeah. Um, and I do a lot in TikTok. And I just, I offer little snippets of dating advice and, and bits of information for people that hopefully they can take on and um, make part of their lives and part of their routine. And on TikTok every morning, I do a, a morning affirmation video for people, you know, just to help them get into that positive mindset, because I think that's so important. So I try to be visible and accessible for people to reach out and talk to me and ask questions. And, you know, if my Facebook profile is public, so people can get to know me okay. and know who I am, right? Right. Public meaning what? What do we look for? It just um just my name, Krista Melanson. And then it's K R I S T A M E L A N S O N. Right. Those of you who are listening on your favorite podcast platform, you know, you, you heard it, right? You can you can find um Krista there and um you're you're listening, you're watching Can You Exploration, your topic in the podcast. Uh, look, Krista, I, I want you to talk to some people before we leave here. First of all, talk to the men as it relates to relationship. Oh, for men, I love working with men because men can learn and, and focus and they don't tend to push back as much. But for men, just believe that there is a woman out there for you. And 
don't love bomb them. Don't pop into their inbox and say, hey, beautiful, because we don't want to hear that. We want you to address us by our name and treat us with respect. And we will respond in kind because we are just looking for somebody to make a connection with too. So avoid the instant familiarity and be respectful and get to know somebody. Talk to the woman. No, Krista, let me hear you. <laughs> women, please don't ever give up. I hear so many women say, I'm going to stay single for the rest of my life because it's not worth the hassle. I can tell you, I met my perfect partner. It is worth the time that you spend dating. Don't ever give up because there is somebody amazing out there. There are so many wonderful men in the world and you just need to be able to connect with that right one. All right. So I want you to talk to the couple. Now we talk to men, we talk to women, talk to the couple, those persons in love or perhaps living together. You know. If you have somebody who you have a connection with and you have lots of things in common and you love them, then be patient. Make sure you choose your words. Make sure you give them time to speak and don't give up. It relationships are work, but both people need to make an, an effort. So communicate and be patient and make sure that you're infusing love in your conversations. Don't be accusatory or critical. Try to see things from both perspectives. Our last question for you, Krista. And you know, <laughs> I'm not sure you're gonna answer this, but proposal. Proposing. Who should do that? Really? And oh, should that be done appropriately? <laughs> well, you know what? I think that there's a, a world of um, options out there. I'm sort of more traditional, so I believe in the feminine masculine energy. And I, I like the idea of women being in their feminine energy and men being in their masculine energy. So I still believe that a man should propose. Um, and how they do that, I, for me, I think a private proposal is better than a public proposal. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, to each their own. I think as long as the intention is there and when you propose, you're thinking about the person you're proposing to, not doing it for yourself to make a big splash, if you know what I mean, right? right think right. about what they would want, what would mean something to them and connect with them. Well, one of the best proposals I've seen I, I was on a, a plane um, going to Jamaica from the United States. And I, 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 all of a sudden, I heard this Bob Marley song playing in the background. When I look back, it was a man with a guitar playing, um, proposing um, to, 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 I suspect, somebody was dating his fiancée or whatever. And, uh, and the, the, the flight crew, they were in it. It was planned. You know, a very exciting thing. You're talking about being public again. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, that sounds like fun, though. Oh, yes, it, it was. It was. It was. You know, I need yeah. congratulations from you know, many persons. But, Krista, nice talking to you. And, you know, it, it, it's really, 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 um, you know, a fun thing. And, and the game of dating. It, it, and I'm not sure if I should call it a game. I, I, I don't know if you are going to push back on me. I'll give you a minute to push back on that. Is it a game? It is sort of a game, but it depends on how you how you identify or define game, right? It's not a game as in something you use to deceive people. It's something that can be fun and enjoyable. So in that way, it's like a game. 
All right, Krista, thanks for coming. Can you thank you so much for having me? Bye-bye. So that was Krista. You 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 will see those of you who are watching, you will see her her, her um website, um Christamarie.com. And those of you listening on your favorite podcast platform, yes, Krista K-R-I-S-T-A, Marie M-A-R-I-E dot com. It's of an iPhone iPhone there. Um so you know, have a, have a chat with her, you know, I contact her and <laughs> get some tips. I know you did. And she said to us that she is on TikTok and so on. So get connected and date well. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Can you experience your topic in a podcast? Goodbye. <laughs>